Hello, hello and salam, peace lovers and peacemakers. Welcome to Peace Mindedly, a podcast featuring peaceful bridge makers. This is Sarah Jamshidi, your host for today. This program is a special program for Ramadan. Happy Ramadan, absolutely happy Ramadan. Ramadan is the time of remembering God and the time of perhaps staying away from any wrongdoing, temptations, and feeling closer to God, feeling the God's light within by by practicing what it has been prescribed to us, which is for this month to staying away from food. It's not only food, but but any wrongdoings, but particularly food. For for Ramadan, when it's happening, I really I, I really would love to put something interesting, exciting, and at the same time nutritious on the table. And I myself look for uh, interesting recipes or in- interesting uh, food that I can create. And for that, I am absolutely delighted to know that we do have this amazing book. I'm, I'm going to show you the book. This is uh, honestly a very beautiful book. It's called Bilhana. Bilhana whole food recipes from Egypt, Lebanon, and Morocco. And I'm just going to bring the authors uh, and creators of the book quickly on the uh, on the program. But before I do that, here is what I learned. Bilhana in Arabic means bon appetit. And if you see me on the screen on YouTube, you know that I am wearing my beautiful apron because I've been getting ready for this program. Our guests are sitting together and I am absolutely delighted to have them for our show. Yasmin El Ghorabli introduces herself as a self-taught home cook and, and she does have a background in business. She's managing very, I mean, I checked the website. It's absolutely gorgeous website called Cairo Cooking. It's a sharing platform that cooks share their recipes and their ideas and advices on, on cooking. I do recommend to check the website. And Shuwekar is Yasmin's power sister and someone who is contributed with her to write this book. Shubekar is a certified holistic health coach and a culinary nutritionist. She has completed the integrated nutrition program and the culinary nutritional expert program at a U.S.-based academy in Cairo. And their friend Yehya El-Laili, is a Egyptian British award-winning photographer. In her portfolio, you can find lots of photos on different industries, including food, including nature, people, interiors, and all of those. And I am so delighted to have you on Peace Mindedly. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Yasmin. So I am so, I mean, I am so eager to ask this question. And the question is, let's say I've fasted for 18 hours, 19 hours, whatever, and I'm coming to your house and you want to give me something. You have prepared something interesting that I can break my, my fast. What would be that, that kind of food that you, you, you could think of uh, giving me as breaking my, my fast? Um, first, I pity you that in Seattle you have to fast for 18 hours. We yes. fast for 14 to 16 max. Bless you. <laughs> so, yes, we what do you feed you a, a feast? <laughs> so, what do you start with? Um, we would start with khushef, 
which is the dried um, fruits, um, fruit salad, but made of dried fruits, uh, prunes and apricots and dates and nuts. Um, and it's slow cooked until they're all tender and uh, naturally sweetened with honey to, to give you that extra energy boost uh, at the beginning. Follow with a soup. Soup. And to what make soup? it nutritious and healthy and wholesome, um, maybe it should be bone broth based. Uh, and then a creamy vegetable one, so it's um, hearty for you after all the long after the long day. Excellent, Yasmin. For the soup, do you have the recipe of the soup that you are just um, yes, mentioning have, in the book? Uh, what is the yeah. name, and tell me how you cook it. So first, we have the bone broth, which is um, either either knuckles or uh, uh, bone marrow that is slow cooked with vegetables. Uh, and spices uh, and then we use the water as a base for as a broth and base for for a lot of soups uh, and the soup that we chose today i think we i would go for uh, a broccoli arugula soup we're very big on arugula here in the region uh, so um, i think if you're uh, with a good nutritious base of the bone broth and the creaminess of the broccoli uh, when it's uh, whisked into, after it's cooked and the freshness of the arugula, it would be uh, optimal. Excellent. And Shuvekar, what would you think about you as a nutrition-based uh, food that I can have after this two delicious, delicious food? Um, since you had the greens already with the broccoli and the arugula, I would go for the ma'luba which is uh, farika uh, and uh, aubergine and meat. Um, we have it in the book as well. It's, it's done in a big pot and then flipped upside down and it looks gorgeous after it's flipped. And you have the farike, the, the layer of farike, the layer of meat and the layer of the aubergine. Excellent. The layer of farike, what is farike? Farike is um, the baby uh, wheat. So mm -hmm. it's it's still green. It's still um, um, it's it's more, it has a lot of fibers in it. So it's delicious. It's uh, filling. Um, it's much healthier. It's it's high on, it's high on protein and it's much healthier than, for example, uh, white rice. Mm -hmm. I am it's already absolutely absolutely. <laughs> very hungry okay yeah yeah so the the pictures are beautiful i love the pictures and i'm thinking that you know it takes a lot of time to um prepare the food from the beginning to the end and at the end the sisters had you to take a photo of the food so but did, did they let you to eat the food whatsoever <laughs> we ate everything, don't worry about that. <laughs> everything was consumed. And actually, what, one of the main uh, things that we want to do is a zero waste. So we almost didn't waste anything from the book. Everything we, we did shoot, we had, we consumed it. Either on the day or later, but everything is consumed. Nothing is uh, thrown away. This is amazing. Yeah, what you are saying, I love it. Because... Um, 
I mean, I'm from Iran. I experienced revolution and the war and scarcity of food in Tehran. And then here, I, this is my, my strategy. My strategy is never waste food. But I cannot even begin to tell you that how much food we waste in the United States. Also, uh, in, in, the sh in the shoot itself, we did not use anything uh, processed or anything that's chemical to make the picture look nicer. So everything was edible and, and natural. Mm -hmm. Any co chemical colors or No oil? sprays, nothing. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, here my daughter and I made a very, it was so delicious, the spice uh, date nuts nut and okay. then we filmed it on on tiktok it's a quick video i'm gonna play the video and come back bear with me for about and she's um promoting her pajama there but bear with me for about <laughs> three minutes okay Lovely. yeah since i promised to show you that i am baking this the spice date and nut cake i'm doing this but i am in my pajama so i'm not showing myself now i am i'm gonna just uh, make this one soft and put it here with almond milk and other stuff then i'm gonna just show you want me to show you? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Hello. And then I'm gonna um, uh, show you the the latest result, the last result. Okay. Yes. Uh, so Hello. We just pour in like the dates and stuff. Yeah. And I'm doing most of it. Yes. Actually, you're doing all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I also got the ingredients. Yes. We poured all the ingredients, and then yes, and then the batter is so delicious. Yes, we're going to show this uh, to Yasmin and Shweka that what we did. Okay, so everything is here. I got new pajamas. We're going to get the cake out of the oven now. Look at this beauty. <laughs> yes, okay, I'm taking it. We're going to cut a slice of this. Super, super, duper excited. Super, super. Beauty, look at this. <laughs> Is it good? <laughs> yes, so I just wanted to this show you amazing. what we did. <laughs> well yes, yes. Actually, we made this cake. Uh, three times so far oh, and wow. then we are making it again this is one of our favorite recipes and then we are thinking about other recipes but, and i'm i was thinking that so do you have any recommendation i mean we followed exactly we followed all the instructions we had all of the ingredients but do you have any recommendation of how to make the cake better better mm -hmm. use if you if you have access to fresh black dates rather than the dried Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, fresh what? Tell me again. Do you have access to fresh black dates? Uh -huh. yeah, uh, we Not don't. the dried? No. I, I even don't know what that is. Fresh black dates. Yeah. The thing is, the rest, this is, this is um, a, a twist on my grandmother's a black, fresh black dates recipe. Mm -hmm. But to make, to make the recipe healthier 
and more international, we had to drop the fresh black dates. I see. And make I a see. bit of a change from the sugar to mm -hmm. the molasses or the date molasses. Mm -hmm. um, so to accommodate the, the for the book. Yes. It's, it's one of my favorite recipes, to be honest. So I yeah, now I do, <laughs> This is how it looks like, the black ah, date, the fresh I, ones. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. So the way my grandmother does it, if you find the fresh dates, or maybe try, try it with the dried, I haven't. Um, on the base of your tray, where you put some oil or something so for it not to stick, add a bit of molasses there and then um, lay the half dates next to each other in a design around the design next to each other to the inside so you have a base of dates and use your hands to press down and then put the dough over it so when it comes out and you flip it to the other side you have dates nicely organized on top and they're they're chewy and they're beautiful wow um, the next time I, I i do it next time for sure um tell me uh, yasmin tell me about cairo cooking cairo cooking um uh, me and my partner Shahden, we started cairo cooking five years ago as a collaborative platform where people can share recipes um it started off when we as girlfriends when we got married and had kids and we started asking each other for recipes uh, to do for the kids or for uh, for the home in general or in the big gatherings and family gatherings. And we realized how much there is a need for that. So we created Cairo Cooking with our own recipes and asked people to join us and add their own. And we try to promote Middle Eastern recipes that are done easier and with a more modern twist. So, mm -hmm. so we take away the stigma from the big recipes that scare you, the grandmother's recipes that scare you and try to make them up to date to how we cook right now and how mm -hmm. a modern wife or a modern home home taker will, will do it. Excellent. So, Shuekar, what are the major differences between uh, Moroccan and Lebanese and Egyptian? I know that you have Turkish. You don't have uh, Persian or Iranian, but you have Turkish. I don't think you do, but you have Turkish recipes. So what are the major differences with, among all of those? Well, you know, Egypt is a melting pot for all these cultures, uh, Egyptian, Lebanese, Persian, Turkish, Moroccan. Uh, it's been always uh, the place where to connect all the um, cultures and people from around in the, in, the, in the area. But Egyptian food, the base is, contains, uh, always contains garlic, onion and tomatoes with yes. some dried coriander with it and this is a, a, a sauce for any stew for any um like uh, instead of the pasta sauce in italy this is the sauce for example for our rice dish so mm -hmm. uh, this is the, the the egyptian the lebanese they cook more with um, olive oil and uh, more uh, of uh, mint leaves and uh, sumac and dips um, romon, um, the molasses of uh, pomegranate. And uh, with Moroccan, they use uh, more of turmeric, ginger, saffron, cayenne peppers. Uh, so these are the different spices used in, in all these areas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Have you ever made any of these dishes yourself? By myself? No, unfortunately. <laughs> but my wife. <laughs> yes. So which one is your favorite? And I love the, the Moroccan uh, lamb pack. And uh, the spinach chips. It's so simple, so easy, and so tasty. So it's Moroccan so what? The so spinach chips. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Go ahead, so Shulika. Uh -huh. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Since he mentioned the lamb rack, also uh, some of the differences in Morocco and in Lebanon, they eat more of the lamb because, uh, for example, Morocco is more tribal, um, tribal uh, life. Or, or, but we have in Egypt here, we're more of a, a river civilization. Uh, in Lebanon, they have more mountains, so they they um, grow more of lamb and goats and so on. So here in Egypt, we eat more of uh, buffalo meat or cow's meat rather than a lamb. Very good. Distinct differences. I love it. My question is, um, so yeah, yeah. How did you control light? It's about the consistency in all the pictures. Everything is consistent. The lighting is always consistent. It's very soft light. You can use either soft or harsh light. We decided to use soft light so everything looks so natural. How did El Ghorabli sisters found you? Uh, we're friends. We're friends, old friends. Yeah, old friends. Tell me, in what way? Tell me how we are friends. How did um, his wife. His uh, wife actually used to go to the same uh, high school like we do. So um, this is one yeah, we know his wife, one thing. I work in interiors as well. So he, he got to photo shoot some of my interior projects. Um, my husband sees uh, Yahya at our sporting club almost every day in the morning. <laughs> Multiple connections. Yeah. Yes, yes, you're both family friends. <laughs> Yes, excellent. So please stay put with me. I'm going to come back. You are watching and listening to Peace Mindedly, a podcast featuring peaceful bridge makers. We are, we are talking with uh, Yasmin El Ghorabli, Shubhakar El Ghorabli, and Yehya El Laili. They are the creators of Bilhana. Bilhana in Arabic means uh, bon appetit, and it's a cookbook of recipes from Egypt, Morocco, and, and Lebanon. So in this book, uh, you can find Moroccan lamb shoulder. Shuekar was ju just talking about, and also yeah, you're talking about the uh, Moroccan uh, ways in which they are more into lamb other than any other eatable animals. But this is, uh, the, the, this, the description of the dish is fantastic. It says that it's the slow cook with detoxing spices filled with veggies and fruits. Their other favorite uh, dish is the chicken masakhan chicken masakhan they love its aroma when it is slowly cooked and it's the releasing deliciousness of caramelized onion and also my favorite and yasmin's favorite i just showed you the spiced date and nut cake that is absolutely delicious if you're going to make that cake even more delicious yasmin was telling us that just arrange sort the date on the bottom of the pan so then when 
you are flipping, you are going to have first gorgeous, second uh, sweet, uh, sweet cake. Uh, for this reason, we have prepared many of the uh, amazing authors and guests to, to talk with us about different topics. Mansour Adayev is the author of uh, Don't Forget Us Here, Lost and Found in Guantanamo. Mansour is an activist, writer, filmmaker, and award-winning podcaster. He was detained in Guantanamo with no charges and later for 14 years. And then he was released, basically telling him that he was there by mistake. And uh, we talked with him and his stories. It's absolutely heartbreaking and gorgeous story about how he survived in Guantanamo. Zibamir Hosseini is a courageous thinker who challenges Islamic patriarchy and wants to establish Islamic feminism. Her new book, Journeys Toward Gender Equality in Islam, talks about solutions of uh, Islamic patriarchy and also solution of how to uh, include Muslim and Islamic feminism within the intersection intersectionality, third wave in, in feminism movement. This is Ramadan, and this uh, show is special for Ramadan. For this hour, we're talking with Yasmin and Shubekar El-Qurabli, and also Yehya El-Laili. I have the sisters here. Yes, Shubekar is a health coach and a nutritionist with a background in interior design. Uh, Yasmin is a recipe developer, cookbook writer, and also manages this uh, Cairo cooking.com, a platform sharing recipes and cooking advices with, with audience. And Yehya is an award-winning photographer based in Cairo. Bilhana Whole Food Recipes from Egypt, Lebanon, and Morocco is their book. So my question is, what differentiates your, your book from any other Egyptian cookbook, you think? Who would like to go first? Um, first, um, we, we compiled the recipes that we've been eating here in Egypt that have, been, that have an influence uh, of the region, uh, but it, it, this book, it's, most, it's all gluten-free, sugar-free, dairy-free, only using wholesome ingredients and no processed foods at all. This is amazing, Shwekar. This is amazing. No, it's actually, I made one of them and I looked through many of the recipes. And this is, I mean, this says protein packed or gluten free or dairy free. And that is a marvelous point you are making. And then um, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, let's say that, uh, Yasmin, I have a group of American friends in my house and I want to prepare an Egyptian food that I think they may like. What uh, would I choose? There's so many, so hard to choose. <laughs> Um, I can make you a whole menu out of the book for that. Um, Give me two. We can eat. <laughs> you, you can start off with a bit of mezza where you have uh, different types of hummus, the green hummus with coriander, or uh, or and then you can move into the herring with the tahini uh, and use it as a dip or a sandwich filler. Um, this is truly Egyptian, the tahini and the herring, the uh, marinated herring mix. Uh, also, you can uh, move into a farika salad, 
where farika is big in, in Egypt, and then it's, it's done with um, roasted eggplants, pomegranate seeds, and uh, parsley. Uh, so that's another filling salad, it's a carb-based salad. Um, also the green salad that is just cucumbers, tomatoes, uh, onions, and parsley is, um, uh, is a palate cleaner, cleanser, and, um, and also a very refreshing salad. Um, and then you can go into b bigger meals, um, mm -hmm. like for example, the Sharkaseya, which is originally a Turkish dish that we took from the Turks that used to live, uh, that used to live in Egypt and rule Egypt until very yeah. recent, which is a walnut uh, sauce that you put over uh, uh, chicken and uh, rice, uh, it's, and it's delicious. Also, you can have uh, kofta which is um, done our way. I know there's the Persian, uh, amazing Persian kofta. We do it a bit with different spices and we add an egg to it so it's moist. Mm -hmm. It's also delicious. And in the, in the book, it's done with, um, it's, it's, uh, so it's baked at home, but still we put in this burning coal, coal in it so you get the, the barbecue feel and, and, and taste in it. Mm -hmm. There's a vine leaves are usually the rolled vine leaves are usually are very popular in the, in the Levant and in Egypt. Um, so uh, and it, yes, it takes a lot of time to roll. Uh, so we've done it in a pie format where you put where you put a layer of vine leaves and then a layer of the spice that we put in quinoa here, but you can also put spiced rice and then another layer of uh, vine leaves and then you can cook it like a pie and then slice it like a pie that's, that's also amazing. a okay dish. i am i am please don't don't <laughs> don't continue i'm already so hungry because i remember my grandma used to do this and it was a vine leaf so then the wrap is different than what i've seen in the book so um in the persian wrap it's like a uh, we call it bokche. it's like uh, this one it's like yeah. it's here but uh, in egyptian is roll yes right yes, yes, it well is a roll and also mm -hmm. the levant it's rolls and uh -huh. I think also turkey they roll it as well but how about egyptian is it roll or is it like a roll no roll it's rolled it's rolled egyptian is rolled and it's small like a finger uh-huh yes 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 you must yes. cook differently than the levant yes uh, in what way so the Levant, they uh, cook it with olive oil and uh, they serve it cold. In Egypt, we serve it hot and it's mainly done with broth and ghee um, and it's served hot. Yeah. And in, in, in Iran, uh, we eat it with yogurt or sour cream. Yeah, we serve yogurt. Same, same here. We serve yogurt next to it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think we have a recipe for the audience who are watching this, buying the book and making this uh, sort of a, not very easy, uh, not very easy. Yeah, do you have any other project uh, coming up for you? We have uh, another book, it's coming soon, maybe at Ramadan actually, it's about, uh, from, it's, it's a joint venture with the UN, with the Power Organization. With the same sisters? No, it's, no. it's 50, 50 different recipes from 50 different women. So there is no uh, particular role. Excellent. Well, yes, mean uh, have one of the recipes done yes. by the Ka Cairo, Cairo cooking has two recipes in it. 
what is the recipes what are they uh, we, have, um, we have a we have a we have a moussaka recipe and we have um a biscuits a, anise, a, anise biscuits excellent so it's 50 it's 54 recipes from the 27 government okay which one is your favorite <laughs> Oh, there are too many to mention. No, no, one. choose, choose one. Means, uh, <laughs> biscuits is my favorite. Excellent. Uh, why is your favorite? Uh, this, uh, I love the anise biscuit. It's very traditional, and nobody's doing it anymore in Egypt. So uh, it's my grandmother's recipe as well. Oh, nice! Hooray! Yes. Awesome! I used to awesome. love it as a child. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, and there's another one with the. I don't remember the author. It's it's baked uh, baked squid. Mm -hmm. It was very nice as well. Yeah. Say it again. Baked squid. Mm -hmm. It was very nice, but I don't remember who's the author. Uh, in what way is very nice? It's a stuffed squid with uh, with rice. It's different. It's spicy. It's nice. It's different. Then we we don't do this in the squid region. Squid's mainly fried or grilled. And I think squid is a bit um, rare to find in that region, isn't it? I'm just making an assumption. No, it's very common in Egypt. No, it's very common. Oh, see, I have my own stereotype. But we either... We are, framed, we are framed with the Red Sea and the Mediterranean, so we get all sorts of seafood. Very good. Yasmin, you mentioned that the biscuit is your favorite from your grandma. So what do you think about the biscuit when you are preparing or making the, the food? The thing is, when, when I talked to my grandma about this recipe, she wouldn't remember the measures of the ingredients. So she would say, like, I think put three cups of flour. I think you need this amount of butter. I think. And she, she let me be, and I had to test and retest. Because she doesn't remember. This is how she bakes or cooks. No measures, no recipe, you know. She, and it's always perfect. And um, the thing is, the smell in the house, when you enter her home and you have the smell of these biscuits, uh, it's very nostalgic, for sure. And we used to dip them in the hot milk. So it was uh, a kind of a biscuit party. <laughs> I love it, biscuit party. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's say that there is no woman around and you're coming home and you want to feed yourself. What do you cook for yourself? What do you <laughs> What you do you order in? <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a very tough question. <laughs> do you know how to make omelette? No, I do a lot of things, but not from the book. <laughs> I, <can cook. laughs> I, I see, myself. I see. I see. I am I'm teasing you, but yeah. uh, it, it's been a very great conversation. Please stay put with me. For this hour, we talked with Yasmin El Ghorabli, Shuwekar El Ghorabli, and Yehya El Laili. The signature for our show, you know that. And, and then if you are not watching, you go, you need to go to youtube.com, peace-mindedly, and watch what I'm doing because I am wearing my favorite apron and um, basically ready to dive into many 
of these recipes. Uh, I think for this Ramadan, I'm just gonna practice and make many of the Egyptian Egyptian recipes, hopefully, inshallah. The signature for the show, as you know, is to have our guests to share something meaningful about peace, about kindness and compassion. I would like Yasmin, Shwekar, and Yehya to tell us what they think or uh, what comes to, to their minds or what they want to share with us about peace, kindness, and compassion. All I can think of right now is the past two years of the pandemic and how everyone in the world was going through the same thing at the same time, um, losing family members or friends or feeling anxious or being stuck at home. So it's just a reminder that we're all the same. We all go through the same things and we all have our own have the same sufferings and same fears um, and same family ties. So it's just a reminder of that. So I hope um, that makes us better people and more accepting to each other. Shurekar, you are next. Uh, Islam uh, uh, always uh, promotes unity, food, uh, cooking and sharing food is all about unity as well. So I hope the recipes we've made in the book uh, bring you barakah and blessings to your table and uh, or the food you share with your neighbors or the food you share with the, um, uh, all, the, all your friends and family and uh, people in need. Uh, may they bring, may, may brings barakah and blessings and love and kindness to your table and to the rest, to the Inshallah. Food. Very Inshallah. good. Inshallah. Yeah, yeah. I, same as this mean after the last two years with the pandemic and everyone staying home and the lockdown and all these days, I think people should appreciate life more. Thank you very much. I really appreciate being here with me for this conversation. Khoda Hafiz.